0: Yeah, kick it on back and crack a cold one, yeah, the boys are about to go on, just shooting the shit and
1: letting it rip, hey, let's go, it's time for Heartland Radio here we go welcome to heartland radio 2.0 oh, we're in indianapolis indiana inside the mybookie.ag studio just reminding you if you're going to gamble don't trust your money with just any gambling site that's correct trust it with the people we trust that's MyBookie. go to mybookie.ag right now and enter the promo code heartland and get a 50 percent match on your first deposit up to one thousand dollars that's free money don't don't fuck around. No, no, no. no. It's, it's,
2: it's free money. My bookie's just giving away money
1: for you to win more. Yeah. It's really an awesome deal. And you can trust him because we trust him. Yes. Also, if you're going to gamble on a game, mm-hmm. there's no better way to enjoy the fact that you have skin in that game than to also go there in person. Correct. Don't have to watch it on TV, Mm-mm. although that's fine, but it's better to go in person and... And I realize that buying tickets can be complicated and confusing. Correct. A little bit. bit. But it doesn't have to be anymore because there's a simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. It's the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. Use SeatGeek and save time and money because they search all the ticket sites. Yeah, it's not complicated and confusing at all. No, they go through all of them. They say, hey, these are the best seats for the amount of money you want to spend. It's the best ticket for your budget. Yep. Every time. And... Every purchase is completely guaranteed, so you can shop with confidence shop with SeatGeek. Live a little and experience a lot. Go see your favorite team or entertainer live in person by making SeatGeek your go-to ticket-buying app. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code HEARTLAND today. That's promo code HEARTLAND for $10 off. Nice. a bad deal. first SeatGeek purchase. Not a bad deal, Todd. It's not a bad deal. Nope, not at all. Let's get to it. So, there's only four of us here today. Correct. I am here Dix is here, Gorman's here, and Gator's here running the ones and twos. <laughs> Everybody else in this operation is on the road to WrestleMania. Yes. They're filming the whole thing. The Roadhawks. The Roadhawks are in an RV. It is an RV. Yeah, it's an RV. A recreational vehicle. Correct. And they're following WrestleMania. Correct. They, they started where? They rented an RV.
2: Connor and Zito drove the RV from Indianapolis to Harrisburg. There they met. (laughs) They met Pat, Nick, Ty, and Evan. From there, they drove to D.C. uh, where Raw was. And then I believe SmackDown is in Baltimore. And then on the way up to New York where WrestleMania is, I believe they're going to stop in Philadelphia, get some cheesesteaks, and then head to New York and do stuff there. Uh, so, yeah, they're having a great time. You can catch all of what, everything that they did on Pat McAfee's show, which came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then everything that they're doing is also on Pat's IG and Heartland Radio's IG stories. They're, they're doing an awesome job.
1: Yeah, they're having fun, uh-huh. and it's fun to watch. So make sure you, you hang big, with them. That's a big shindig.
3: I mean, oh, I was yeah. watching last night. I was watching the other day, rather. This WrestleMania is humongous. I mean, I didn't even realize how big this thing they're is. I'm, I'm, I know they're all huge. It's the I'm, biggest thing on the planet. I know. I'm late in the wrestling game. I, I've admitted that. But this mm. thing is freaking and then, huge. And then somehow, well, those
2: assholes, they got to tour the Capitol building. Nice. Uh, because Anthony Gonzalez, who is now, what, a senator? Gorms, yes. Were you around the Colts when he was there?
3: He's a dear friend. He's a yes.
2: senator and gave them a tour, which those humans should never be in the Capitol building, not even anywhere near the Capitol building, but... They got a nice little tour there.
1: Yeah, it's a good thing Secret Service didn't know (laughs) that Gonzalez was getting him in there. Senator Uh. Gonzalez, sorry, (laughs) was getting him in there, but they got in there and they're having a blast. And Mm -hmm. like I said, it's a blast to watch. So, so make sure you check out on IG, Twitter, everything, Pat McVeigh show related and Heartland Radio related. Um, So, since there's only four of us here, we thought this might be a good time. The, The office is really quiet. Right now bit. right, It's kind of weird yeah, feels no, a little different
3: No, con, no Connor around <laughs> Yeah There's no boss. No, we're going to be a little bit quieter There's around no
1: here. Zito to pop off With stupid things <laughs> yep. To interrupt our day To make us laugh So we thought uh, We need some laughs So we reach out To an old friend of ours An old friend of the show Comedian Gary Goldman Oh Gary's back This guy is an old friend Of the show If you're an OG listener Of Heartland Radio You know this guy very well and you're a huge fan. If you're a new listener, you've not heard him yet, and you're in for a pleasant surprise. This is a friend of mine, friend of the show. He's a great comedian. He, In fact, every famous comedian that you know by name, wouldn't they give you a list of their top five comedians? This guy's always in that list. He's been on every late-night talk show that's ever existed in his lifetime that's no. worth a fuck. He's currently on the front end of his tour, the Great Depressed Tour. Go to GaryGolman.com. Check those tour dates to see what he's near you, ladies and gentlemen. Gary Golman. Uh,
0: thank you. Thank you for reading the introduction that I wrote verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> I, I insisted that you say that I was every favorite comedian's top five comedian. I, I thought it was it was better than saying that I'm the the top. Comedian, the Great yeah. Depression
1: tour. You always have the best names for your tours. Is this a tour where you uh, revisit the 1930s, or where did <laughs> it come from? Uh,
0: it's a. It's about I revisit my depression, my 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 crippling, life destroying depression that sort of peaked in in 2017. But it's it's actually hilarious and. People are really, really loving it. So let me let me clarify who I, Gary, I am. Gary, are
3: you I, okay? First off, are you all right? Are you in a windstorm? I am in a windstorm.
0: It's a little windy here in in April of of two thousand nineteen in, in New York City, but I'm I'm okay. <laughs> okay, nice. and good. And I'm I'm walking my dog. That's what's going on. I, I I didn't time this right, and he, <laughs> he started to get a little restless. So I'm, I'm walking my dog. So I'll, I'll just address this to, to young people out there who, who didn't grow up when, when we did. Todd, you're a Gen X guy, right?
1: I am. I am, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So I hear a lot of lazy, middle-aged Gen X comedians rewriting the history that I remember, and it, it goes something like this. People in, in the millennial generation are soft, entitled, and, and lazy, but that description sounds very familiar because it was the same thing that Baby Boomers said about Gen X, <laughs> right. and, and it's the same thing that Greatest Generation said about the Baby Boomers. And I'm sure the World War One people had a hard time with the with the Greatest Generation, and I know the Civil War veterans had a hard time with the with the World War One folks. In fact, Civil War veterans used to say about the World War One people that look at them with their anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> We had our legs amputated, and the only thing that kept us sane was biting down on a stick. And, and not a stick that had the splinters removed or the bark. We just bit down on any stick that was accessible because we weren't sissies like these World War I people. It goes way back. Homo habilis used to refer to Homo erectus as a bunch of whiny babies. <laughs> Here, here's an, here's another thing I hear a lot is that there were no peanut allergies in the 1970s, and there were. I witnessed I witnessed an attack, and I'm going to tell the story. And this is this will be. My equivalent of Exodus. This is my Passover story. <laughs> All right. So in fourth grade, there was this kid, and let's let's just say his name was Brian with an I, and I'm um, I'm changing his his name. Uh, it was actually Brian with a Y. <laughs> so. He was allergic to peanuts, and I remember the teacher explaining to us at the beginning of the year that Brian could not be around peanuts, and as is <laughs> the case usually with little kids, we use any opportunity to ask a lot of questions so we won't have to do any, any work. So we spent the next hour asking about different combinations of peanuts, So can he has Snickers, can he have? Can he have peanut brittle? Can he have mixed nuts? Can he have um, Reese's peanut butter cups? What about peppermint patty? Because peppermint patty was a member of the of the peanuts gang. Is he allowed? Is he allowed around Snoopy or Woodstock or Linus? And we just went on and on again, and it became clear that he wasn't around allowed around any peanuts. They could kill him. And then it was Passover, and in the 1970s, there was no Tupperware, apparently, because every Jewish kid would bring peanut butter and jelly on matzah (laughs) in tinfoil. And (laughs) tinfoil was this really exciting thing at the time. This was pre-Atari, pre-Nintendo. There were no really viable video games. And so tinfoil really captured... Our imagination. And this kid named Mark Teitelbaum brought in peanut butter and jelly and matzah on tinfoil and the kids gathered around his desk. And as you can probably gauge by the name Mark Teitelbaum, he, w- he wasn't very popular. He was, he was really nerdy. And Te- Teitelbaum was just in heaven with all the attention he was getting and he was answering all kinds of questions and people were saying, is it, is it good? And Teitelbaum said, it's it's uh it's seasoned with the tears of my ancestors. It's it's a bit briny. And they said, "What is it?" And he said, "It's the bread of affliction." <laughs> and he was just in heaven and giving out little samples like he was a Whole Foods employee <laughs> and and stupid Brian didn't realize that peanut butter, even... This is what I think maybe may have been going on. Brian felt that because the peanut butter and jelly on matzah, that the matzah had been overseen by a rabbi, that perhaps that would counteract the anaphylactic shock. (laughs) And, And it didn't. 15 minutes after he took the sample, he went into... I, I don't know what to, to call it. There, there, was, there, there was throwing up. There were seemingly convulsions, perhaps. Anyhow, it was the most exciting but the most terrifying thing that had happened in my, in my short life up to that time. Paramedics were there, and it, it, uh, it captured our, our hearts and attention for, for days afterwards. Uh, yet, we didn't treat Brian any better when he came back. Brian was out for about 10 days, and when he came back he was he was still sort of a misfit but he was from that day forward he was not known as Brian uh, up until as recently as the 10th high school reunion Brian was known as Skippy <laughs> <laughs> so, so despite rumors to the contrary peanut butter and peanut allergies <laughs> Existed in the '70s. We didn't tough it out. We were no stronger than the people who had peanut allergies a, lo- a long time ago, and it's a it's a real and and serious threat. And and that is the story that I will that I will share with the young people, and hopefully the middle aged comedians will will hear this and stop rewriting history. <laughs> Uh, I love it. I
1: love it. Oh, my God. There's no better There's no better person to tell the, a story that reveals such an ignored truth yes. than Gary Goldman. Yeah. I mean, my God. Where, I don't know where you find it from. But, but dude, you're, this is why you're my favorite comedian. And people need to know to go find you right now on this tour if they've never seen you live because I'm telling you as a listener, you've never seen a comedy show like this. He's absolutely the best comedian that's walking our planet right now. And oh, I thank geez. you well, so much for being part of the show.
0: That's in, that's insane. But thank you. And thanks for having me back. And I look forward to doing this regularly uh, over the next few months. I'll miss you guys. Let's do
1: it. We miss you, too. See you, Gary. Hey, we missed you. Yeah. Take care of yourself, bye. buddy. Bye. And crush on that tour. I will now. Thank you. Thanks, right. Gary. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Fuck, you miss that dude so much, man. The, he's so funny. The way his
2: brain works, like, you know what? Maybe we have been a little too hard on the millennials, even though it does seem like they are the worst bunch of them all. <laughs> but he's right, like like cavemen who didn't have fire versus cavemen that had fire, they yeah. were doing the same fucking thing. Yeah. They're like a court. Yeah, look how easy your life is. You have fire. Now. Like at one point medicine was just cocaine and heroin. That's like they, it, that's man. all they were doing. <laughs> that was it. Right. Yeah. That was it. And then his anesthesia is genius. Like <laughs> just the way that his brain works is perfect, and, and when he breaks it down like that, maybe we, yeah, we have been being a little hard on the millennial generation. I think so, but also I think they are just by
1: far the worst. Well, and it's weird. What's the generation under millennial? Um, the Gen Z. Gen, Gen Z. Z? Yeah. Okay, so Gen Z. Even bigger assholes. It's <laughs> what like cutoffs like twenty three years I don't know, they're old. They're super uh, like young. Yeah.
4: yeah, no, I'm right on the cutoff of millennial Gen Z
1: as a twenty two year old. They, I think that is. There's a... Definite distinction between millennial and Gen Z. And you're just phasing out a millennial. I'm an aging millennial. You're an aging I, millennial. I
2: got, the, I got the best of both words, worlds where I, I still have the toughness of the generation before me. Attaboy. But yes. I also have the technological advancements of the generation. Which is key. Ahead of me. <laughs> Which it is key, key it because is key. that's the major I'm right in that sweet spot, my friends.
1: So there's like, um, I would say generation, the Gen Z, mm-hmm. they are the first generation of young people that aren't crazier than their parents.
2: You're right. You're a 1,000% right.
1: You know what I mean? Because every generation before that, parents were like, ah, oh, these kids are out of control. Look <laughs> yeah, yeah, at yeah. what they're doing. You know, Because it was just rocking their world. Mm-hmm. And then I think just things couldn't get any crazier. <laughs> like you were the last, gener- the aging millennials, I think, were the last of the young people to do it right. Like you guys were still crazy. You yeah, were party yes. hard. You yes. drank hard. And it just, it just got to a point where I think, you couldn't get crazier, right? So it's regressing backwards. And I think eventually, like, uh, the generation that comes in after Bailey, they're just going to be, it's going to be like um, the Brad Pitt movie where he ages in reverse. <laughs> right, button, right. Yeah, 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 they're going to be like, like World War Two people well, yeah. as you, as people in their
2: teens. Because, like, the, the, the Gen Z, like, they're crazy right now, is, like, going to political movements and protesting or, like, trying to become a mayor at 16 yes. or something like that. That's yeah. they're fucking crazy. It's not going out and doing drugs and no. partying and just and doing everything that that we did. It's it's doing weird things like trying to affect the world, like of <laughs> fucking assholes. Wait your turn. It's not your turn to affect the world yet.
1: I know. And I think like you see it in everything. And I, I've been trying to narrow this down. Like why is that the case with Gen Z? Why are they less crazy <laughs> than their parents for the first time ever that's happened? Mm-hmm. And I think it's like maybe it's Drugs is one thing I thought about because every g- generation before that had a new drug to offer the yes, world yes, that yes, they yes. introduced to the world, right? So like, your the AG millennials brought meth, yeah, like for the first time. Like we had meth before, but you guys were like, hey, no, we can make our own meth <laughs> yeah. and make it better. You know what I mean? And a lot, a lot of money doing. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the eighties, I generate like we had cocaine. Oh, well, we the have millennials cocaine. have just like
2: Adderall and shit like that, which is does its own its own thing, which you ha- you've experienced on your own, Todd. That Adderall can affect you in its own certain way.
1: Yes, it can. But I think it started with Adderall is where the the the, the swing happened mm-hmm. because they were like, hey, we have a new drug. One that makes you focus more <laughs> and better at school. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it just by proxy made them more boring. And like I said, their aspirations are so much different. Like and part of it's music too, I think, because Music kept getting crazier and crazier. Yes. To the point it couldn't get crazier anymore. And those are idols and icons you look up to, and that shapes how you act as a young person. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we were talking about Motley Crue a couple episodes yes. ago. And we all saw The Dirt, the movie about them. So, Nikki Six has a heart attack, die, or he has a heroin overdose, dies. They have shoot adrenaline in his heart. He comes back to life. He goes and writes a song called Kickstart Your Heart. And that's how we got music. Mm-hmm. Like, crazy shit happened. <laughs> yeah, that's right. how we got music. Was there something about him, him getting his dick shot off, too, or something like that? I think there was some kind of crazy story mm-hmm. with a gun well, yeah. with them. <laughs> Just yeah. to your point. Yeah, but yeah, even more so. And Like, we wanted to be Motley Crue because we would watch them on MTV get drunk as hell do all the drugs and destroy hotel rooms. And fuck everyone. Yes. This generation wants to be imagined Dragons because <laughs> they watched them play five second rule on Ellen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> the ideals have changed. Mm-hmm. I, and I, yeah, it's an interesting thing. It's going to be interesting to see where Gen Z ends up when they're like 40. I don't know. I mean, will they act like we do it 70 or 80? I don't know.
2: It's just like, it's. I, I mean when I always harp on it, it's just like that everything is just them getting mad for just to get mad. Like yes. just to they argue just to argue. Like they don't they don't necessarily care about anything or or, or anything like that. They just argue to argue and get Mul- mad millennials. to get mad. No. No
4: Gen Z. Gen, Gen Z, Z. More okay. so yeah. Gen Z. Okay.
2: Yeah. I mean millennials. We give them the hard time, but really, when we're talking about this, we're talking about the the, the younger, like younger than twenty three generation. Yeah, right. The so that, that does are get confused up now a lot. Who are so PC? You don't yes. even you can't say anything anymore. Which in our in our line of work, and it makes me more mad than anything. Yes, but it they is. they literally just say things, to get mad just to be mad, just because that's what they've been raised upon. And well, I, they've
1: been raised to troll, right? To to be to be the. Uh, uh, opposing viewpoint every mm-hmm. fucking time mm-hmm. because that's what spurs conversation on social media mm-hmm. i think so there's no more just going with the status quo or overlooking little things because they don't fucking matter yes like who gives a fuck if babies are getting <laughs> circumcised but gen z does yeah they have a real problem with mm-hmm. them because no one signed a consent form like the baby didn't sign off on that it's the craziest thing in the world and I don't know where it's going to go.
2: I agree. A thousand percent with you. I agree thousand hey, percent. everything
3: changes, man. But I'll tell you what. I learned so much. How about how about your kid, for example? Okay. Your kid, Bailey, on the ones and twos, uh-huh. has taught me more about this stupid iPhone that I have and computer. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I, I soak up stuff like that. My nieces, all of them, uh-huh. all, all millennials and stuff. I will sit down and say, I need information on this, 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 and this. Give it to me. And I really enjoy it. Uh-huh. I mean, I really do. And I'm like... Man, I I mean, I know my old school, my old antique ways and stuff, you know, text message here, yeah. phone call there, little social media, and that's uh-huh. it. But there's so much more, especially working here, learning that stuff, that I'll eat this stuff up. More information to me, I'm like, yeah, little man, little yeah. lady, you know, get, give me more, give me more. What do you got? That's why I'm in the sweet spot. I got the grit from your generation, mm-hmm. and I got the tech savvy from the generation.
2: It is it's a good true.
1: spot to be it's in, you know what I mean? Because you are born in that technology, so it's, it's-
3: – Ah, but Todd, I'm sorry to interrupt. I don't see many kids this day and age drinking out of the hose. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't see many kids these days. I'm betting Bailey, Bailey, kid, have you drank out of the house?
4: Yeah, that's there was a, about the only good water source we had in our house. <laughs> that was good. But you know what I'm saying?
3: Like, I used to dip down into the Rouge River, uh-huh. which connected to the Detroit River. I which assume is that's a great river. Awful. <laughs> I mean awful. Yeah. With berries, uh, ber- bodies buried and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. And we would, play, we would play ice hockey in the winter. We'd go mm-hmm. sledding and stuff. Needed a sip of water. We'd go down to the creek. Splash your face in there and just you know. Oh, you tr- would drink out of the crick. Right out of the crick. I'm saying. Like yeah. in this day and age, it's like don't you dare do that. Well, you know? yeah. Don't See, I know never know I mean? drank out of the crick, but I was a big <laughs> hose kid. Or yeah. like
2: uh, at the. At the basketball courts, our local basketball courts, our playground, they had the thing that kind of looked like a pump, like a fire, or like a well mm. pump water. And dude, that was the fucking greatest water on the earth. I don't know if this covers from deep with deep within the earth good or stuff. what? Oh my god, was it good? Do
3: you guys remember another one? And we we all have been here. Bailey, I don't care if you're in your young twenties to me and Todd in 40, 50. I used to come in from recess mm-hmm. completely drenched. Drenched. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Pants sweated through and everything, and would have to sit there for the following three or four hours in the afternoon oh, yeah. just sitting in your own, I mean, those, oh, yeah. and I'm sure they still happen now because when you have recess time, there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's a ball and playground. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, up. and then those poor sweaty kids who, <laughs> who uh,
2: went through maturation quicker right, 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 became the smelly kids because <laughs> yeah. they were just fucking smellier than anyone else. And Not wearing the, deodorant. Yet. There wasn't a day or a week where I would come home From school, from recess, and my pants wouldn't be ripped. Or if I was wearing swishy pants and you slid on the gym floor, they would be be burned. They'd be real smooth (laughs) right there. And and my mom would be so fucking mad at me. But I I doubt that they deal with that anymore. Grass stains, grass stains were great. I doubt that they deal with that anymore.
1: I bet kids in elementary school now don't even know what a grass stain
2: is. I bet you they don't have recess, to be honest.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I bet you they don't. (laughs) They gotta have playtime. I don't know, man. I No, they probably with injuries
3: and stuff. I don't that? know. I mean, every, they probably have is reading
1: out there. time or so. I don't know what they do, but I'd no way they do it like we did. Like you no said, it would be soaked in well, sweat. Well, there's no, knees. there's no
2: recess with bowling either, mm. and bowling is essential to to life. Yeah, kind of. I should it. You know what I mean? Bull- <laughs> that, f- wait a minute. The Bull- leveling
3: is essential to life. Yeah, I mean and it. Teaches different you, age. It toughens
2: you up. Yeah, right. it teaches you that life
3: isn't always going to be fucking blowjobs and gumdrops. Yeah, you're going to have idiots, assholes next to you sometimes. Correct. You're going to have saints and king- it toughens you Kings up a and queens, bit. queens next. Yeah, time. yeah. And yeah. it's not like,
2: and I'm not saying like bullying on on the nerdy kids. Like, and I'm talking. I mean like your friends bullying. Yes. you. your friends. If you do something dumb, your friends attacking you. And making you feel like a piece of shit. It's not. I'm, say, I'm not saying like attack like one single kid in the class. I'm saying friends. Your true. You know your true friends are your friends that will just shit on you for hours and hours and hours. And that's how you know you're real friends. Instead of sitting at the bar together and be like, oh yeah, yeah, I love everything that you do. No, mm-hmm. you sit there and you, you you dog on each other for yeah. hours until they you feel like a piece of shit, and then you build them back up. Yeah, because when feel. your
1: friends bullied you, that's how you they they were letting you know you need to change this about yourself. Yeah. Correct. You know what I mean? Would change or like, we're
2: not going to be friends with you anymore if you don't make some changes.
1: Yeah. I mean, like when I was a little kid, I would like never want to wash my hair. Yes. I just hated to <laughs> just wash my like hair it. for some reason. Watch in by my legs, mind, these days, it's in. Now. It's us. Yes. But. but I, for some reason, when I looked at myself, I'm like, my hair looks better like this. Than it does when I'm fresh out of a shower. I was completely wrong. Like my hair was greasy <laughs> and thin, like stringy or whatever, like Kurt Cobainy. You know what I mean? Like not a good yeah, look. Yeah. And my friends were like making fun of me for it. Well, there you go. They fixed me because mm-hmm. I didn't want to put up with that every day, so I started washing my hair. But I the
3: funny feel- thing is that'll come around again. Oh, and if, yeah, if it yeah. hasn't already. It's like I've done that thing where I've went six, seven days without washing your hair because it's like I also had long hair at the time. I'm uh-huh. sure you did yeah. as well. It was a bitch, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm mean, uh-huh. I mean, shoulder length hair and stuff used to go a week without washing it and look good and everything. Yeah. And then as I grew up short hair shorter, hair shorter, it's you know, rarely a day goes by that on share. Well, we didn't used head. to
1: have blow dryers. Right. Like handheld blow dryers. What the fuck did you do? So, like, my mom around the had, like, one of those old ones you see in oh, a beauty shop that you had to sit under or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not sitting <laughs> under like that a half hour before school starts. Yeah. I don't want to go to school with wet hair. I just won't wash it. <laughs> well, get well, up earlier like was I, the I feel lesson like, to be learned.
2: I feel like a group of guys now, like, a guy will come up and be like, I don't know, I, I think... I think my girlfriend's cheating on me, and they're like, "No, no, she would never do that." But like, our like back in my day, they be like, "Yeah, dude, she's definitely fucking like <laughs> seventeen dudes," and that's that's just how life was, and I, and, I, and I love life like that. I I just don't want that to change. Life never. is always good, Tony. Ah,
1: life is good, Gorgeous.
2: Yeah. In, in this office, life is good. You know what? Any day above ground—that's right, it, man. Any day, any yeah. day
1: above ground is a good day. Keep kicking, baby. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Um, so speaking of, of change, here's one thing that I found that may not be good about change is uh, climate change. Okay. There's a lot of debate about it. We've had our own theories about global warming. Yeah, and you don't stuff. believe in it. Right. Uh, but <laughs> I do believe in climate change because oh. you can see the seasons kind of reversing some, somewhat. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 am I wrong there? It seems like winter is continually starting later. Yeah, yeah. And then spring It's much spring worse for the short time that it is. Yeah. Like we, we got a freeze over in what? April, the day it before April. It's Saturday. Fr- when we're right. up. Yeah. So it's like that. that this is the usual, Didn't used to happen that time of year. So I do think that is changing. And I was reading that they're saying that, uh, climate change is going to eventually be responsible for, um, tropical strands of mosquitoes. Yeah. Being able to get to non-tropical climates. Uh-oh. Climate. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, problem with that is like tropical mosquitoes, they don't fuck around. Fucking kill people. Yeah. Like millions of people a year die from diseases they contract from a mosquito. Yeah, we're all going to have Zika. Yeah. We're going to have Zika, <laughs> yellow fever, all that shit that we don't currently worry about because it happens to other people. Don't live in a jungle. Correct. You know, if that's the that's way we feel about it here. But mosquitoes do get unimported goods to come here. Yes. The problem is they just don't last. They die because the climate's not right yes. for them. But with this climate change that's happening, they're saying like 50, 60 years from now, I don't personally give a shit because I won't be here. Yes. But- My spawn of my seed is going to have to deal with it maybe in 50, 60, 80 years. Sure. And it's going to be like an epidemic.
2: Well, that's what you just said there. One of the reasons why I don't care to recycle Because me recycling today doesn't help me in 10 years. Will it help my grandkids? Sure. But I don't give a fuck about my grandkids. Tony, what? (laughs) What are they doing for me? I don't even know them. They could be little assholes. For all I know, we talked about each generation getting worse. I probably want them to fucking die. So I don't recycle today. But to your point, you know who's going to be fucked by these mosquitoes? Uh, People who don't get vaccinations. Yeah, you're right. So the the non-vaccinators now, today... Who aren't getting vaccines are going to bring back polio and SARS and everything like that. A hey, measles breakout here in Indianapolis. Measles and Wait, measles? Yeah, I don't back. know what those are. So See?
3: measles? Yeah, huh? I don't know what those are. I had German Anyone? measles when I was a kid. You had what I, measles? I, I had German measles. So I know that. What do you want to do, Just Start eating knockwurst or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that do?
2: Well, not only so you're talking about you're talking about mosquitoes coming up, you got to worry about that. But also, that's attacking from the south. Attacking from the north mm-hmm. now that climate change and global warming, I've said this before, and I'd like to say it again. The permafrost Oof. is going to melt, and ancient yep. diseases from there are going to be unlocked and now spread amongst the world. So something to think about there. Maybe maybe you, and not worrying about climate change and global warming, should uh, rethink your thoughts, Todd.
1: Well, that's true, because there's going to be shit that's trapped in that office. Oh, yeah. That's been there. Oh yeah, to back to prehistoric days. Yeah, right. just like the
3: Somewhat. DNA in Jurassic Park and the sap. Todd, I just saw a special this weekend. The woolly mammoths that are showing up because uh-huh. the permafrost oh, yeah. is melting oh, and it's yeah. becoming sludge. We're finding them now. They get to it. Uh, mm-hmm. A ton of woolly mammoths. I mean, these huge elephant-like. Oh, you think hairy. they're disease-free? I I don't know about that, but I'm just saying this thing's for real. What are you talking about? They're There's going to be wo-
1: woolly mammoth viruses that are going to yeah. be unleashed all over North America.
3: That's how World War Z started. Let, let me get oh, to, let me oh, get to this off my right. chest because this is... Has been over a month and I have you to thank. Mm-hmm. I, I swear Ooh. I was you Todd. Okay. His theory of mass population of human beings on this planet Earth, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that increases with livestock as well. Yeah. Yes. Okay, we're talking, there's more people, guess what? There's more cows. We got yes. more
1: dogs. More dogs. More cats, because we're treating them
3: better. Your body temperature, whatever it is, You're 101, right. 101 you know what <laughs> I mean? Your works. body temperature of being 101, whatever mine is, uh-huh. or whatever. Uh, 98.6. Whatever, you yeah. know. you fucking and, take and, a health class. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm sick if I'm at 100. You what yes. I'm saying? Even if I'm sick, I'm at 100. But, uh, yeah, yeah, congrats. All man. these humans, yep. all these livestock... Four-legged friends and everything, your body heat. Oh yeah, and then you're stepping on the surface known as Earth. Uh-huh. There has to be something there that we're not talking about. It's back to your story. That's, about it. that's
1: completely. I know you guys talk about it a lot. Pat
3: talked about it. I've never brought that. Up. I've for the first time ever, it hit my ears in this studio, mm-hmm. and I was like, wait a minute, there's something legit there. It's just like yeah. a, if you put a blowtorch to a metal pot and pan,
2: it's going to heat up. Mm-hmm. Us, the humans, the animals. Everything, Earth, the pot and pan, blowtorch, us—everything's heating up. Yeah, we're all. Gonna, I mean, the oceans are going to be boiling soon. Actually, <laughs> no, it, it might be. I mean, because it's, it's not going to be boiling by the time we're still alive. Tell you what, though, I might start vacationing
3: to Delaware yeah. instead of Florida. Yeah, you exactly. Know, the Atlantic Ocean's going to be nice, and it's going to be nice. Speaking of permafrost again, we talked about woolly mammoths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. just read a thing yesterday. There's over 3,000 people that have died trying to conquer Mount Everest. Yeah. And those bodies, the majority of them are left up there. Good. Because legally, with the state of, with the country that- Nepal. Nepal. Mm. Everything like that and bringing dead bodies and everything. And plus, the, uh, the spirit of the climber, they want to stay on the hill that overtook them. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. But it's starting to melt, Tony. And all these bodies are starting to appear with a limb, with an arm, with a boot that's coming out of which was normally snow-covered. It's coming now. I mean, there are three thousand people on that on that stinking hill that have passed away, that they're starting to show face these Well, they'll days. have
1: more to grab onto now. They <laughs> can
3: just post on a leg. For the next guy. Yeah. For the millennials coming uh, up. Yeah. It would be an easier climb. Yeah. yeah, your generation's got a better. You got frozen dead
1: people you can grip hold up.
2: Well, I can't wait till someone dies because they sink their pitchfork or whatever the fuck they climb with <laughs> into the side of the mountain and it's some dude's back that then rips oh, apart, oh, rips through oh, his oh, spine and they both fall into oh, the oh, gorge.
1: Like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like the uh, it's like the zombies in Walking Dead when they like they could just fall fall apart easier because <laughs> yeah. they've been sitting in the water for all that time. It's kind of what that's like.
3: Hey, let me get this off my chest, um, and then I'll shut up. Yeah, go all ahead, right. please. Okay. Do. Um, we talked about Mount Everest. Yep. Um, the, the, I talked about this a couple couple of shows ago. Th- people taking selfies are dying. Yeah, yeah. Right. they are dying at an alarming at rate. rate. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 no no funny business. Mm-hmm. At an alarming rate. Oh, that's fine. Another it's one just passed away in the last week. Okay. Okay. I love you are a selfie death guy. God, Grand Canyon. <laughs> oh, the gentleman fell over a thousand <laughs> feet to his death. And that is no laughing matter to it, me. I know it sounds funny coming out of my mouth. I think of that as truly one of the top three worst ways to go. It has falling? to be. Falling a thousand feet where you're you're falling. It's you're, a
2: long fall. It's I know, but you're, you're hitting
3: rock on the way down. The first one's going to hurt. Like, what the flip is going on? The second one's going to make its mark. The third one, your ribs are broken. Oh. The fourth one, your ankles are now turned in different. You know what I'm saying? So he, like, but you're still, I, think, down.
2: I think you're underestimating that the first one probably knocks you out.
3: Well, I'm just saying he fell a thousand feet. He had to hit something. It wasn't a thousand oh, yeah, yeah, straight correct. down. There, there's rock caves no, he's and everything. Tumbling like a t- and t- I'm oh. thinking like this this is me personally. I want to throw it to you. That's my top three way of of going, and that's my worst top three way of going because you're still cognitive for a certain point, and you have no savior. I mean, you have nothing at that point. You have 1,000 feet looking down and rock. I know that is. The second thing that I don't want to do is stumble across a mother grizzly and her cubs. Okay. I I, I do not want to be ripped to shreds alive. Here's what is
1: great about technology and how far we've gone. He fell 1,000 feet and died, obviously. Yeah. His phone survived (laughs) because that's the only way they knew that he died taking a selfie. It was still powered on, and there was the photo. It's just his face like, oh, shit.
2: I'm okay with falling 1,000 feet feet to my death. You're okay with that. I mean, what's the, long, the it's longest? It's a straight fall. The longest that you're going to suffer at no, negative 9.8 meters per second squared, uh, 1,000 feet,
3: you're looking at so, however many seconds. Go my, ahead. It's important how many seconds over 1,000 Yeah, but feet. I mean, you could also... I'm just saying, if you have a cognitive thought in your head like, I am fucked right now, that's not a good way to go. You could also be stranded outside in the
2: cold and freeze to death over an hour hours and hours period of time awful or drown drowning while getting eaten by a shark just like your to your bare point it's being ripped yeah. Ripped apart either way, but you're also drowning at the same time. It's got to be awful. It's, that could be uh, –
1: that's terrible. So trip and fall into a group of zombies. I, I, I
2: always um, – <laughs> yeah. I used to tan when I was back in high school, but I stopped because I, I have this irrational fear. Did you wear the glasses? Uh, no, I did not uh, wear I that. never did either. Nobody wears they the They say it's
1: bad for your eyes. I don't I don't know. care. I mean, I have glasses now, so maybe. But.
2: Yeah. No, no, my eyes are still fine. We're <laughs> okay, okay. But I have an irrational fear – of somehow being trapped in there and just slowly burning to death. Oh, in, on a tanning in, bed in a, in a tanning oh, bed. Oh yeah,
1: like you can't get out. Yeah, <laughs> smelling <laughs> your skin burning. So I
2: like if I had to do it again, I will not close it the entire way. Like I have to leave myself because uh, they're all in very small rooms. You can't slide out of the bottom right, or the top right, normally. Right, it's right, a, true. It's a it's a it's a fucking death trap, Gorms. I will not go tanning. <laughs> I anymore. used
1: to like you know, I would go to the stand up tanning bed. Yeah, and I would run the stopwatch on my phone. For Like if I was in there for 11 seconds, I would start to stop watching my phone and run it because I had this OCD thing where I constantly had to know how much time was left.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know
1: why. So then I'm opening my eyes a lot, which I'm not wearing the glasses, so Mm -hmm. that's even worse Mm -hmm. probably for me or whatever. But I always had to know. I just couldn't stand there and just like wait.
2: Oh, yeah, I did the same. I had to look every 30 seconds. yes. Mm
1: Constantly.
3: Mm-hmm. Did you ever go
1: to tanning bed much? You were in California. Absolutely. Right? To I've
3: been oh, you tanning bed throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Little Hollywood I mean, secret or anything? Little, mm-hmm. No, no Hollywood secret. Old tanning bed. One of the worst stories from a tanning bed. I just thought of it when you guys were talking about this. We we're on the road in Kansas City. Okay. We are playing our. Peyton's got to get his first playoff road win against the Chiefs, which okay. he did. Mm-hmm. Okay. We flew in on Saturday. My boss at the time, a fellow by the name of Ursay, says, Brother, I'm going to work out. You going with me? I uh-huh. said, Where are we going? And it was a gym like like Crunch or something like that. Uh-huh. I said, Let's go. So we go over and get a workout in Saturday afternoon for the Sunday game, and they have a tanning bed there. Got it. And it's, we're talking, you know, we're in the playoffs, so we're in January. You know yeah. I mean? it's like You're not I'm looking great. You're white as a ghost. I'm like, Hey, how much for the tanning bed? No, no problem. You know, use it for go the ahead. day. I said, Great. I got no lotion or nothing. I, I'll just because tanning
1: beds used to be. They were so popular. They were everywhere. they like, were everywhere. everywhere. You yeah. would go to a, to a, like a video store. Yeah, everywhere. and there would be one. Mm-hmm. You would go to the post office to mail a letter. Though you, tan <laughs> yeah, or you, you want to you? tan? it would be one. Yeah, I, I laid
3: ahead. in that tanning bed and with no juice on me. I didn't have any yeah. cream or anything. I just said, "Hey, I'm going to throw ten minutes." I scalded myself. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, I I literally it was like a. Defective machine or something, Uh I had the reddest marks on my leg, back legs, my arms on the front, my back was horrible. (laughs) And I was literally walking like, don't touch me for two days because Uh I was freaking burned from a thing. So, anytime I hear tanning beds, that's my horrible, (laughs) don't do it. They're
2: death traps. And then I don't know if this is from like a final destination movie or why I have this in my head. But I always just picture the glass heating up too much, and then the glass breaking, oh. and me falling onto the bulbs. Ouch! It's a,
3: it's a, it's di- it's a disaster
2: situation. Tony, what
3: there. goes through your head sometimes? <sighs> a lot. I know. Jeff. I can tell. I mean, a tanning bed—it's like, hey, it's a safe capsule. You're he supposed worries. to sit in here. He worries about. And he's slot. got breaking glass and landing on Bob. <laughs> I mean, on. it's
2: just—I like to—I like to prepare my mind for every single situation. <laughs> everything. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's it. why
3: I've survived this many years. <laughs> so going go and watching,
1: like, because we were talking about Molly Crew and the dirt. Like, I'm fascinated now. Being reminded of that era, yes. When you were, I don't know if we've explored enough of your rock and roll days. When you toured with the Black Crows, and then was that what time frame we looking at? They we're, we're looking like at early nineties
3: to mid nineties. Yeah. yeah, I was off Chopper Bopper. I was I Chopper Bopper. I was on the road, off the road, got fired at least three, four times. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. But me and the lead singer would get into it, oh, and okay. he would say, "You're fucking going home by Greyhound." What would get you get up. into it about? Just he was being ornery. You know, it's just like, dude, I can't take it right now. And and that was a thing. He's uh-huh. You know, he's just off stage. He's a front man. It's his world. He's king. You know what yeah, I mean. So you yeah, can't yeah. you can't say anything. You can't be a smartass or anything. It's Just, just uh-huh. little petty stuff that came up, and then it would be. You know, one time in Iowa, he came. He came after. Uh, he came out before encore, mm-hmm. and one of uh, one of his solo lights was out. So the stage was literally black during a song for you know, let's call it two minutes, uh-huh. and he was singing in the dark. You can't do that. I mean, you can't do that. So he's genuinely. Was the song called
1: In the Dark or he was singing in the dark? <laughs> no, was, oh, okay, he was singing okay. in the dark. Because that so... would have been cool if he was in the dark and it just happened to be called.
3: In so the he's dark. like, What the fuck is with the lights up there? Find out. And I'm the first guy off. I mean, they're, I'm the first guy they see. I'm giving them towels and stuff yeah, too. Yeah. When they come off, hey, you got the flashlight for him We're going this way. We're going to sit for two minutes right back on stage. And he goes into me, Find out what the fuck happened with that. And if that guy's going to fuck it up, get him out of there. I said, I have no details of it right now. I'll get it. You fucking find out right now. Out. i said bro you're in the middle of a show i'll find out just go up there shut up and sing you yeah, know uh-huh. literally saying that and he's like fuck he has a full beer. he just cracked one took a seat, threw it right at my face <laughs> hit me in the side of the face <laughs> oh, I, I, I i'm not a big fighter i've never yeah. been a big guy mm-hmm. grappling stuff but when push comes to shove we go when and you i got a beer in the face i i got a beer in the face and i went after him yeah. and luckily my cousin who's a great big guy you know uh-huh. at six four two plus you know he gets in the middle of us, and he's like, I don't want to see you when I'm off this fucking stage after these three songs. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, it was just – those were firings <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, I get, end up getting into the bus, and there's the first truck stop. The first truck stop stop. I'd be in the front lounge. He'd be in the back lounge, and I'd be going, well – I don't know. Do I have to book my ticket home from where I land? Or am I going right. to. We'd go in a truck stop and I'd see him in the. Uh, you know, I'd see him in a. He's looking at beef jerky or something. And I'm like, bro, listen. And he'd like, oh, my bad. Everything's cool. We're all right. <laughs> so you know, right through the like, beer in your face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just like that. Sorry <laughs> about that. But it, it, th- those are sort of the petty stuff that yeah, mm-hmm. got me fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and they four were, or five times. They were big. They were, they were big. really big. Oh, they were big. So I mean, did
1: they have the whole line of like. Uh, what do they call them? Groupies? The groupies just waiting yeah, in the line, guys, yeah, the
3: blowjob line, and all that shit. Yes and no. Were they there? Absolutely. Uh-huh. But these guys in the band, there was no, there was one guy at the time who was a bass player, Johnny Colt, that would that would venture out. But the rest of them had, you know, were either married or you know, yeah, up, type okay. stuff, and heavy girlfriends living with them stuff. So they didn't they didn't screw around with it oh. to their credit. Now drugs yeah. and stuff like that, everything, yeah, you yeah, know, sure. everything's off the off the shelf at that time. But I'm yeah. just saying, as far as like. You know, hookers and groupies and all that stuff—not a huge thing. So not you in, took for, advantage of so them. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I would try and hustle up and sweet talk as many as I could. Yeah, of course, <laughs> absolutely. You
1: ever pretend you were one of the
3: band? Never, never, no, never. No, uh, never. Um, this is
1: some dumb girl that didn't know the difference. No, I,
3: I, I would introduce—I introduced myself one time as the band manager. Yeah, yeah. what you. Uh, no, That's I wasn't. Because there's a manager and there's a road manager and then there's assistant road manager and there's band helper yeah. and then it goes down to, you know, a thing. I introduced myself as band manager one time and both the brothers at the time, Robinson, said, What the fuck? You're not our manager. You don't live in LA. You <laughs> fucking <asshole." laughs> You know, right in front of the people uh-huh. that, I, yeah. you know, and yeah, I yeah. would go on press tours with them to Europe and stuff. It would just be me and the brothers or me and the lead singer and <laughs> stuff like that. So, yeah, there, there's been a couple of, you know, I, I mean, I could go on and on uh, about that. There, uh, there, uh, we were in Dublin, Ireland. And these two were not getting along, nor did they ever get along. And so it just depended on which one asked me first, hey, do you want to go grab coffee or lunch? You know what I mean? And the other one would be like, what the fuck are you going out to lunch with him, man? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, It's like, it was the stupidest elementary right. crap that you've mm-hmm. ever seen. You know what I mean? And these two were going at it for a couple of days, and they both meet at the elevator going downstairs. Uh-huh. And they just happened to meet. They weren't talking to each other. They didn't talk about set lists. They didn't talk about anything. They hated each other, and they were brothers. And they get into it, and it's me, one Robinson, two Robinsons, at a Dublin hotel on a European tour – and one said one thing, looked at another, and it was over. The fucking vase with the flowers was tipped over. The chair or the table next to the elevator <laughs> were tripped over. I'm tackling one of them, trying to kick <laughs> the other one away. Security's called. He's kicking him, trying. I'm taking shots left and right. And it's just like at that point, you're like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> you know, I know I work for you and everything, but look at you fucking idiots right now. Just look at you. I had many of those, you know, backstage as well, Gotten get in the middle of it and stuff, and it's like, and we'd always say, if you fuckers fight, and if a haymaker catches me in the face, I'm going to kill either I'm gonna <laughs> right. kill one of you two, you know, whoever yeah, did yo. it. So, yeah, no, there's so. You've many. lived a life, Gorms. Oh, a great life. I, I remember. To Super Bowl commercials, the Dark Waters. We've had a good run. We've yeah, had a good run. We're yeah. not done yet. But I'll yeah. tell you one thing, one of my famous that's probably not out there was um, uh, the guitarist Richard Robinson. We stopped at a truck stop, which we always do. We'd like going in there. Plus, you've got to take a dump and stuff, you don't dump on the bus, no. you no, know? No. no, no. So, and it'd be three, four in the morning, two in the morning, and you'd hear the air brakes go and stuff. If you were sleeping, you just knew it was time to get out it and go to take in. a shit, mate. Yeah. And they were, sometimes they're up, sometimes they're not, and they're in the front lounge and they're like, hey, go in there. And, and I get out of the bunk and I got boxers on,
4: mm-hmm. you know, I got
3: <laughs> boxers on. And they're like, "Hey, go in and get something in your boxers. I'll give you some money on it. You know what I mean?" And I said, "Well, hold on. Let me get my boots on. I have cowboy boots I yeah. was wearing." So I went in yeah. boxers and cowboy boots in in rural America uh-huh. for a hundred dollar bill at three in the morning. You know, it's just just crazy, stupid stuff like that. Yep. But we've we've had a yeah, there's, there's many a story. It's so I, crazy. Maybe to I'll be. write a book. Who knows, you should. dude? Because you, you, you have
2: stories from that. You have stories from your acting days. You have stories from Ursa, I assume. Good
3: stories, yeah, good stories. But I'll never bury anybody. That's one thing. If I'm writing a book, I'll never bury. Well, maybe. Think about maybe it. when you get a little older, you it's are. not. It's not about non-disclosure or nothing. It's just like they were a friend at one time in my life. Sure. So they're always a friend, whether I yeah. have a relationship with them or not. So I'm not going to bury my friends, which could easily be done with years of touring just so people
1: know your- you could easily bury some people
3: if you wanted to. Well, not sure. Maybe. Embarrassing strong. stories. Embarrassing well, stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you're a good
3: guy. Gordon. No, I don't mean that. I'm not trying to be that, but I, that's just the way I work. Well, I if wouldn't. you hung
1: around me like more, like if you were around me every day for four years, you can embarrass the fuck out of me. Right. I guarantee you right now. Right. Now, yeah. Let alone if I had billions or millions of dollars to throw around to be much more of an asshole than I am now. Yeah. Because I would. I way. mean, yeah. <laughs> I had that much money, I would be crazy. This
2: whole operation's going for a little over two years now, and I'm sure we all have very, we all, just in the two years period of time, we have a lot Lot of stories about each other that, yeah,
1: and I could be a millionaire very quickly because I am getting way better at gambling. <laughs> by the way, you are. I am getting better than I used to be. Yes, you are. If you want to get better at sports gambling, you want to get more organized in tracking your action. Mm-hmm. You want to see where the people that are smarter than you are putting their money. You need to go to the Action Network. Oh, it's the best. You need to download the Action Network app. If you love to bet on sports, then you're going to love. The Action Network app. Track your bets across all major sports in one place. Get score alerts specific to your action. Follow your friends' action. Get real-time notifications when Nick, Diggs, Foxy, Connor, Gorms, Tyre I. You can track our bets as well. You can look for the last seven days what we've done, the last thirty days, all time, and by sport. Go to getaction.app/slash Digs or getaction.app/slash Todd slash Gorms. I'm at Gorms or the Gorms. Or the Gorms or Nick or Ty. You get it. GetAction.app slash our last name or just make it easy and go to getAction.app slash bro, bro, bro bets. Mm-hmm. That's on there as well. Yeah. You'll thank us for it because it will make your gambling life so much better and so much easier to follow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, then you, you can, like if you had a good night, you can accurately brag about how good you did.
2: Yeah. Which I, I tend to if anytime I have a good night you'll mm-hmm. see a screenshot of it.
1: Tony not yeah, Tony You, to. you
2: uh, won't see it, by the way. I mean that's what Twitter's for. It's for bragging about your bets. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to say I have a genius idea. Okay. okay. For here to brag, but, but I think it's a genius idea. So today, um, video of an Amazon blimp came out, oh, yeah. and in this Amazon blimp is obviously a bunch of packages instead of delivering on a truck, and it's and they're being delivered. By drones. So the drones come out of the bottom of the blimp with the packages and just take it to houses in the area that this blimp is. It's fucking wild. To I be saw
1: honest. it. It looked like a science fiction movie, like when we get yes. in invaded by aliens, how the mothership comes down yes. and drops all the fighter ships off. Except exactly these are little delivery like. courier ships. That's exactly what it looks like.
2: So me, being the entrepreneur that I am, thought with any new invention, any new advancement in technology or anything like this, mm-hmm. That there's also going to be an opportunity for crime. Oh, uh-huh. okay. So me, being the Italian that I am, yeah. I'm thinking about becoming an air pirate. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So instead of the pirates wasting their time now and what they're doing is trying to rob cargo ships and things yeah. like that, yeah. who are heavily defended, I, I'm not sure what air vehicle I'm going to do it from <laughs> you yet. You got to
3: figure that one out first, Tony.
2: But I am going to to garner a crew. And I'm going to become an air pirate. I'm going to attack Amazon shipping blimps. I love it. And rule the skies, and then sell whatever was in the Amazon blimp on the black market. <laughs> Couldn't you jetpack that? <laughs> um, I don't know if the jetpack is it too high
3: for a jetpack. No,
2: uh-huh. it it, it looked low because the the drones had it actually wasn't high at all. So I, they're going to have real issues with with plant or with uh, trees and telephone and wires. And slingshots thing. and 22 <laughs> rifles from farm kids. Yeah. All that
1: shit's going to be a problem. Oh yeah,
2: and I. So maybe you know what jetpack is not a bad idea because it's very easily easy to maneuver and sure. things like that, and you could just shoot up the uh, where the drones come out, just mm-hmm. start with, grabbing
1: them, putting them or in the just bag. like
2: go up into the blimp and just take it over and then land it oh, somewhere and then you're just take
1: over the big ship.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I mean, we're not here for the small stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and then you sell the fucking Amazon ship. So
3: I'm thinking about doing that. Um, you can hold it ransom. I could even. Isn't there something better in a blimp, though, while we're on to talk of technology? I
4: think blips are criminally uh, underused.
2: For underused? All, well, they're all just. They've got a bad name just
3: because of the Hindenburg, but the Goodyear blimp's been at Around every sporting 40, yeah, event yeah. for 50 years, well, and I haven't seen one of those go they're down. They're
2: slow, and they're an easy target, is what I was saying. That's thinking. what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. They can't move. Correct. But maybe that's better. Like, maybe there's some. Uh, what is it that governs that? The FAA? Yeah, yeah. Maybe regulation-wise, it's looser for blimps than it is like well, a yeah, faster, maybe it's, like, it's, it's basically
2: like a uh, a hot air balloon, but with yeah. with a steering wheel. I exactly.
1: So, so there, that that what we you saw. You can't fly
2: a cargo plane at a thousand feet <laughs> no, no. and fucking drop drones out of it. <laughs> Absolutely, but blimp though you could.
1: So how many people do you think are inside the Amazon blimp? Up op- like what? What's well, a there's crew a pilot and a people?
2: co-pilot. And then there's probably just a couple guys in the back sending the drones out. I would assume, making sure everything's going good there. Putting the package
1: in the drone, letting it go. It's a
2: wild situation. I mean, it's got disaster written all over it. I mean, the reason why ground delivery works now is because it has a person that you don't want to get an altercation with to steal the package.
1: And, dude, if you think the delivery guy pisses my fucking dogs off, wait till there's a little (laughs) fucking drone hovering in front of my door and dropping it on my
3: step. (laughs) They're going to go fucking crazy.
2: Maybe they think kids these days
3: won't fuck with the drones. Jeez, Todd Todd said it right. That was the first thing I thought of. In the far, in you know, in the farmlands across America, yeah. all of a sudden you see an Amazon blimp and a kid out of his back barn, you know, window saying, "Hey, let me see if I can hit the blimp." Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> guaranteed. Yee-haw there's nothing
2: stopping it i imagine us as kids doing it
3: uh, which reminds me i killed a robin when i was a kid with a bb oh, gun and cried all the way home you I did, did. I cried got, as, i got a few birds with paintball guns yeah as a kid. I, I cried did i not did not, not like taking the life of a but my buddy was doing it but just brought back a you know shallow man yeah, i used Are to steal okay? my
1: dad's shotgun all the no, time i'm all right and go out by the barn and wait and birds would land on the fence post or something and <laughs> Blow them up a feathers everywhere. You're yeah. a sick fuck I was man. an animal. I was an animal. It man. didn't even occur to me there was something wrong with it. Also, it didn't occur to me that I could have fucking blow my own head off because <laughs> I didn't know how to use a gun properly. <laughs> but <laughs> or it occurred to my dad he might want to lock up these shotguns, some kind of <laughs> safe instead of just leaving them standing up in the closet. Like <laughs> it.
2: Different times.
3: Hey, yeah, we're, we're talking a little space right now, really mm-hmm. quick. This one caught my attention. Want to get your thoughts on okay. it? Okay. And, and hopefully I can learn something from you guys. Like I said, the uh, global warming thing we talked about, mm-hmm. I never looked at it through the glasses that right? you guys are looking mm-hmm. at it through. NASA wants to go back to the moon because the Apollo 11, the Apollo 12, the Apollo 14, 15, 16, and 17 all had astronauts on it, mm-hmm. and they went up to the moon. Mm-hmm, apparently. Back in the day. So they say. What'd they leave up there? Shit. Shit. Yes. Thank you for bringing this up. Diapers. They wore diapers. So now, what do they want? They want to go collect the bags of shit on the moon to then investigate said shit. That if the bacteria that lives in our system Mm -hmm. as humans is still alive and thriving in the shit. That they left up there fifty freaking years ago. Mm-hmm. What
1: if, like in space, this could be dangerous? Because what if, like, the Thank bacteria yep. does thrive, and not only that, it evolves. Oh yep. and there's some kind of moon oh, poop yeah. monsters <laughs> yeah. roaming around. Very up
2: well, there. could be. Todd, I don't know if you if you got a, a look at my notes earlier. I literally have moon poop monsters. <laughs> Do, you <coming> really? down. <laughs> Do you really? really? <laughs> That's my first thought too. Like moon poop. <clears throat> Did you guys see the movie? I think it's called Life with um fuck. What's his name? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Thank yes. you, Bailey. That shit—it's literally what happens in space—is poop and bacteria evolves into these organisms, organisms that they don't even have to look like a human. They don't have—they just are just a blob and they attack humans and they crawl inside of them, just like those bugs in the mummy. And then (laughs) they're gonna fly the spaceship back to Earth. It's just another way that the world can end. You're right. Just add it to the list. And if they went to the moon, like they say they did, 50 years ago. I doubt it. But, (laughs) and this is, this could just be a big PR move to try to prove that. I mean, I, I think they're fucked. I, whoever goes to find this poop is not making it back. If, we if I was a betting man, yeah, if I didn't totally, go to I the could moon, more.
3: If we didn't go to the moon, mm-hmm. there are people that know that. There were people in history that know that. Yeah, that are percent. That, that are living today. That are always. That are all, also yeah. your, dead. A couple your, of what's them what's have point? disappeared. Some of them or died some, of there's suspicious There's not one person chirping within NASA, within the government, within anything that's going. Hey, by the way, it's a big hoax. We never pulled that off. We did that in Studio City, California. on a a, a set but but there was a a
1: couple that were chirping that way and they died of like weird deaths but there's also no one chirping
2: about aliens in Area 51 and things like that I mean the government is very good at keeping you can't tell
1: me we haven't encountered life from another planet
2: there has to be exactly there has to be so why can life from another planet have to be but the secret of the moon landing not half
3: because do. humans want to chirp. People want to talk at all times. Oh, and and aliens that's, are
2: non chirpy. No, I'm not saying <laughs> I
3: can't compare them because I don't know any aliens. But humans just. You know, human nature. You're going to want to say something when you have like six hours of oxygen left in your life on the <laughs> deathbed. You're like, you know what? I'm going to get this out. Uh-huh. You I, know it, what? They just, don't tell anybody, but we didn't go to the moon. There, nothing like that has happened. By what the
1: way, if we have ruined outer space with our moon poop monster? It <laughs> could have, been, yeah.
3: What if it was like outer space was a
1: nice neighborhood? They could have multiplied, point, yeah. And now we, we put we in brought in disease, these, yeah. <laughs> these vagrant type creatures that are upsetting the balance of a, of a perfect world now. Just fucking going around terrorizing I, people, I stealing shit. I wouldn't go up there.
3: How about I, this I just real, just say that. real quick for yeah. the moon? This is just something to put in your, right. your craw and chew on for a okay, while. Yeah, go ahead. At night it gets to minus two hundred and seventy nine degrees. Yeah. In the day it gets to two hundred and twelve degrees. Okay. Holy shit. So there's a four hundred degree difference between night and day, like hot as the sun. Fun. During fact, the that's night. a boiling point. I mean that's what I'm saying. So
1: what if anything does survive that? It's going to be fucking strong as fuck.
3: Strong, yeah. Put them in office.
2: Well, it's also they're in a they're in the diapers, so they're kind of protected by the elements a right. little bit, and True. they're in these natural growing habitats, like a, like a, it's a fucking greenhouse basically. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying it's.
3: I don't know if I'd go to the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd take the astronaut uh, challenge if there was such a thing, just because I would have to sit in my own shit for. An extended period of time. I'd yeah, get, wearing an adult diaper. And I don't know if I'm. That's definitely I'm that a
1: con. I'm not into I would that. say yeah. versus a pro. But if like if they were like, you can go to the moon and come back, like at one point in our history, that would have been cool because yep. you, you would have been a rock star. One of 10 people to have done mm-hmm. it. You would get laid all it's the time. It's not as cool a anymore. At the end of that, whatever. You could get rich telling your story. Yeah. Now I'd be like, oh, you went to the moon? I went to New Zealand. Big deal. <laughs> like, same deal. Like it's almost that easy now. Like everyone's I mean? going to the moon. You could buy
2: yeah. you could buy a trip to the moon if you want. Mm-hmm. I believe or out of space. I'm not sure for
3: a million or a billion or whatever yeah, it is, it's not like something that. I would do. I don't think it's a moon. 250 I it's just, grand I would... or
1: something. I think. I don't know. I,
3: heard, I read going something to, about you go that. To space. There's a Russian right billionaire is like the first one who's supposed to go or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I read. Which which brings me to another challenge, Todd. Serious question. Mm-hmm. How much would I have to give you out of my pocket into your pocket for you to for you to wear an adult diaper for 24 hours, where you're literally shitting in your diaper and going about your, the rest of your day. $50,000.
1: 50000 You would do
3: it for fifty grand for oh, 24 yeah. hours wearing a diaper. You know you're going to have to piss. Come on. You know you're going to have to crap yourself, but you're doing it in a diaper for 24 hours. i am here to tell you. My, Tony, how much? To, shit. My underwear
1: is not Todd, Todd, that clean Todd, the way it is. Todd, like if It's I, not a big jump Todd, from what I'm wearing right now Todd, to actually
3: shitting it. Todd, if I had $1,000 and there I it put is. it on your desk right there now, and I said, Todd, tomorrow You're wearing a diaper You're shitting and pissing In it for 24 hours You're gonna tell me no? Not for a thousand
2: A thousand's my number Tony you'd do it for a thousand? I I, I I would do it
3: for like eight Thousand? Eight thousand, yeah I I started at ten I would prefer I started at ten grand And I went down to like five When I was talking When I was thinking (laughs) to myself About this earlier Five would be awesome But I think Tony's kind of right
2: Five would be awesome Three would be awesome
3: but I think a thousand bucks, I'd shit myself really? for your
2: day. For 24 yeah. hours? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Wearing a diaper. I, I might give you a thousand dollars if you would let us film you all day. Are you serious? Yeah. But so you have to be. What are you right? mean, filming? We could do this show while you're shitting yourself. <laughs> But I want you with no clothes, just the
3: diaper. Oh, okay. That's another thing. Yeah, I, I I didn't have it as So that. I want to be able to see it hanging <laughs> knowing
1: that it's full, like when a kid runs oh, around with just a diaper on. <laughs> I mean, it would be like, What did you do, Gorman? For sure it would what be gross. What did you do? But, like...
2: You can't change it, like no, no, no. Like so, kids sitting their diaper okay, shit this. for what, like an You get an two hour? diapers.
3: You get you get one twi- one diaper for twelve hours, oh, yes. another. Totally diaper. You're
1: totally gonna get a rash that's gonna last a while.
3: I know, but you're Tony. You're pissing yourself, that's and, a it's, bad rash. and it's yeah. and, and you're yeah. hoping that the we've the sh- accidentally
2: gotten that rash. before. Tony, you understand what we're saying?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're pissing yourself, and you're hoping you get got a sponge that's going to soak it all up. Plus, you're just walking in it. No, no, I know.
2: Jeff.
1: <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about, right? I, ju- I just assume. And you have to play a game of basketball in it. I'll I assume
2: say. it would be, like, the smell would be pretty bad. Oh. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but the rash part, I assume it's just like you've been at the beach for four days, yeah. and the fucking the rash that you get at the beach between your thighs from sand and fucking salt water for four days. I assume it's just similar to that. And the next day, a little baby powder will do wonders.
1: By the way, I would be the most annoying astronaut ever because if there was like a female sitting next to me in the co-pilot chair and I knew I was wearing the diaper, I would just turn to her and just start grunting. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sitting right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. Well, I think about it. We're we're right. over here wondering a thousand dollars. Would we do it when an astronaut's like, I would like to continue this journey for mankind's sake that we can advance ourselves and our species into the solar system. You know that weighing against a mm-hmm. thousand bucks is kind of like, yeah, we're. Pre- we're pre- I think I could also prepare
2: myself to where I can go a day without shitting. If it, not if, true, what do you mean not true? Not true. I've got a day. If you arsoning. got a
3: shit, you. I know, but you, But if you have to shit, you can't hold that. Oh, no. But, yeah, everybody's gone a day no, without no, no, no. shitting. Yeah. But if you're like, hey, I'm going to try and go 24 without shitting even though I have to, no chance. No, That's, you're what, you're, that's you're, not you're... what
2: I meant. I'm saying I would curtail my diet the three days beforehand to minimize the chances. Diet? Just don't eat.
1: Yeah, if you don't eat. Like, like when we were in the, the weight loss, loss challenge, we would yeah. go almost a week without shitting. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. yeah for oh, come on. There was yeah. nothing
3: to shit. And you mean, guys eat other than that one little week that you had like a... a a sleeve of lettuce only. But Tony, you were, you were always eating well. You'd have a, 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 be a small lunch or something, a chicken breast one day. But yeah, if it's protein only, like yeah, it doesn't show. Yeah, it backs shit. you
1: up. You, know, mm-hmm. like you might sit down once every three days and a couple rabbit pellets come out or something, but mm-hmm.
3: not and much.
2: That, it was always hard too. Yeah. It wasn't mushy. You're so even missing just...
3: the fiber, right? Mm-hmm. It's a problem. It's the worst. I've had that with, um, with, uh, I had, when I had my, my spinal surgery, mm-hmm. they gave me, uh, uh, oxy. Oxy. Oh, and it backs you. Or up. Vicodin or- Vicodin rather. Vicodin yeah, yeah. rather. They didn't give me Perfect oxy. Set. They gave me Vicodin, and I was always against pills. Like even though I, you know, I've admitted, you know, hey, I've had problems in the past and everything. Right. I never did pills. I mean, I'd if somebody said, "Here, try this," I'd be like, "Yeah, sure. I don't yeah, care yeah. what it is." But <laughs> that was my first time where I had to go through the bottle. Mm-hmm. Like it was. Yeah, you're backed up. Oh, it's it's the worst. I don't yeah. I don't know of a lower I've ever been in my life when I'm like I have to go but I can't. Mm-hmm. And, and and you're trying and you're just not getting anywhere. Yeah. I mean that, that's the worst. So my question is like, all these junkies out there and stuff like that. All these junkies, like what what are these pill poppers? Enemas, They're oxymet- they giving themselves enemas, enemas, and me Yeah, because I called the doctor and I'm like, hey, yo, what? You know, oh, sorry, we've got to tell you, you gotta you gotta suck down the stool softener. Or oh something yeah, Like yeah. some nobody's business mm-hmm. to go through a bottle of pills. But there are people with addictions. Then these addictions last. Fifteen years, correct. A lot of a lot of pill addicts will
1: have to give themselves enemas. Yes, because they'll get so backed up and sick. I'm sure that. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, dude. Like right now, if I wait like two seconds too long to go poop. I'll get a full body cramp. My body. See, you ever there's do that? Like do like, you did. wait too long, you just Feels like there's like, a knife oh. coming out of your yeah, ass. I just want to finish this blog real quick before I go and then you wait just too long, and you try to get up out of your chair and you're like, "Oh no." It's the worst. Yeah, and it hits you like every 5 seconds on the way are, to the back. Shit
2: cramps are second to maybe foot cramps. They are for
1: real. Cramps. Do you ever get shit cramps? I've course? never had a shit.
3: Cramps. Oh, really? dude.
2: I've never had.
1: Nature calls like oh,
3: go, man. It's, it's literally
1: like
2: there's a fucking someone shoved a knife up your ass. Yes, you can't
1: do anything. You go complete, you just seize up. It's the Closest to being tased. It's oh, yeah. like almost like being tased. It is
2: bad. It is bad. It's the only thing for and relief
3: when I, is to go sit on the throne? Oh, dude, then when, when you
2: and finally it's shit, glorious. there's no fucking feeling like It's it. like an orgasm. Oh, it my feels God. so fucking good. I mean, my <laughs> top, the top three cramps are by far shit cramps, foot cramps, and then I've gotten rib cramps before. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Rib suck. ones are bad. Oh. It's like they literally take your ribs and are just twisting them in every oh. direction. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And you
1: can't, you gotta take shallow breaths till it oh, yeah. away. That's tough. It's the worst, dude. Uh huh. Speaking diapers, like um, nice. They don't diapers don't you like adult diapers? I assume that you're better off to get your adult diapers customized, sure, as opposed sure. to buying them off the rack, yeah, just sure. off the shelf, because you want, you want everybody's fit. built differently. Yeah, and you yeah, need yeah. a snug fit. A di- adult diapers not going to fit me the same no. way it fits Gorms, right. even though we're of similar stature.
2: Not no two asses are the same. No two asses are oh, the same. Yes. No
1: two bodies are the same. It's the same way with suits too. Like you're You don't right. want to just buy a suit off the rack. You ever see a guy walking around, you're like, oh, he bought that suit off the rack because the sleeves are a little shorter than they should be. It's real wide around yes. his waist yep. and chest. Mm-hmm. It's not form-fitting. It looks like shit, basically. Yes. You know what I mean? You can solve that right now by getting your suit customized. And you might be saying, well, Todd, I'm not a rich person. I don't have time to go to a tailor, to some high-priced tailor, and have him measure me for four hours. Don't have to. And then wait weeks and weeks and weeks or months for that suit. You don't have to anymore because we have Indochino. Yep. Indochino is the world's most exciting made-to-measure menswear company Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. They make suits and shirts to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort. Looking to get married? They have tons of options for those looking to outfit their wedding party. Get on it. It's almost wedding season. Guys love the wide selection of high quality fabrics and colors to choose from, not to mention the option to personalize the details including oh, your lapel, nice monogram, yeah, your lining, the pockets, buttons and writing your own monogram. Oh yeah. You ain't get that off the rack. No, nope, not off a rack. At Sears or wherever you go. I don't even know custom? if you can buy suits at Sears, but you know what pretty I'm sure talking Sears about. I'm pretty sure Sears is out of business. But yeah. they're, they're closed now, but mm-hmm. that, that's, a, that's why. Because <laughs> nobody's buying stuff off the rack. <laughs> Visit a stylist at their showroom. They have over 40 in North America, by the way. Mm-hmm. And have them take your measurements personally or measure at home yourself and shop online at Indochino.com. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com. Choose your fabric inside and out. Choose your design customization, submit your measurements with your choices, relax while your suit gets professionally tailored and mailed to you in a couple of weeks. That's like 14 days. Yep. That's quick. This week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $359 Jesus. at Indochino.com deal. when entering Heartland at checkout. That's 50% off the regular price for a made to measure premium suit. Plus, your shipping is free. This deal is unprecedented. Mm -hmm. That's Indochino.com, promo code HARTLAND, for any premium suit for this $359 in free shipping. Incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. Once you go custom, you won't go back. You're right. Um, To Out the Wreck. I
2: say this often when we have this this ad read, uh, because... Four years ago-ish, before mm-hmm. we even, I was even close to doing this business, I ordered my first Indochino suit. Oh, boy. And I will never do it from anywhere else. It's so easy. You literally just follow the instructions on the website. You do the measurements, like i could say. Uh-huh. You get to choose your lapel. You get to choose your monogram. You get to choose the color and design of the interior, outer. Oh. Outterior, you fucking idiot. It
1: should be outerior. Tony, you just said outerior. Yeah, I, I
2: heard what I fucking said.
1: I like it better than exterior. It's I way better yeah. than exterior.
2: Uh, but they're awesome. They really are awesome. And for that price, it is a fantastic suit that has that has looked good for five years now at this point. Oh, I've, really? seen you,
3: I've seen you in a suit. It was a cream-colored suit. Do you remember that mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. a couple of months ago? Mm-hmm. I have a cream-colored one. I got a blue one. Tony Suits. Mm-hmm. Tony he's su- he's hey, Tony got, Tony got suits some
2: good here. suits. I'm here to tell you. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, all right, so Gumpy, for those of you that don't know, there's a guy that um, Pat, uh, our boss, has tried to hire. He's a friend of ours from Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call him Gumpy. It's Kyle. Good dude, too. Gump. Kyle Cathcart. Good Cath dude. Cathcart. I almost said gumphcart. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Cathcart. Um, and he's had a lot of trouble, immigration-wise, getting to getting a work visa okay. so they can come here and work, right? Yeah. So the, the border is like a big deal now between Canada sure. and the uh, United States. So I, I saw this story, keeping that in mind. How do you think these people were handled? Okay. But um, there was a mother and her son. The mother was like 60, in her 60s. Okay. So her son's probably about my age, mid forties or whatever, and they're they're from Quebec and they had traveled to Florida just mm-hmm. for vacation, while I have a good time. That's a long and uh, fucking drive. And her that. husband, his father, was also with them. When they by the time they get back to cross back over into Canada, mm-hmm. um, dad's dead. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the they attack. find this guy's body in the back of the car. The 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 border uh, customs. Well, people they tried do. declaring it. Yeah, they I mean, weren't trying get, to hide it. Everything to declare my dead dad. Yeah. Or my dead, my dead husband. He died of a heart attack on the way back from Florida. And I guess they were like, well, we don't really want to fuck with a hospital. We don't know how what it's going to cost like, us cuz yep. we're not, you know, they have free yeah. insurance there. Yeah. And all that stuff's covered. So they're like, fuck it. They pulled like a from vacation with Chevy chase when the aunt dies, just, hey, we're not going to spoil our trip. Right. Let's just continue back and get Whoa. home as quickly as possible Bold. with this dead body. <laughs> Fuck. Well,
2: I mean, first off, the guy who died, absolute hero move. I mean, driving from Canada to Florida and back to Canada A with daddy, your wife how and old kid. The, how old was he again? <laughs> was I he also 90s? would rather just die. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but I was thinking about it like, what else were they supposed to do? Were they supposed to just, like, drive to the hospital and be like, hey, he had a heart attack. We checked; he's definitely fucking dead, right? And then have have to stay in America and deal with all that bullshit and deal with. Trying there to get would his be body a lot of back. bullshit. I know that's what.
1: Because you're gonna have to get him back into Canada for the funeral. I don't
2: understand why it's an issue of bringing his dead body over the border. Why they're even? It's just like. Just like bringing a, a box of peanuts back with you or something like that, I assume.
1: I, you know, I think if I'm the customs agent, I'm just like, okay, have a good day. Yeah, like, I'm not going to want to fuck with that.
2: Well, That's I mean, be a lot gonna, of paperwork I'm, for me. I'm going to probably want to. It ask is my a boss. dead body, though.
3: Yeah, but well, is it so much different than a live body? Well, I mean, you know, you're, you're just, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> my 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 first thought that came up is if it, that happened to me and I was doing a you know, country to country auto trip, uh-huh. yep, and this happened like I, w- I would put most of the people well I, I would I would want to put that person in the trunk. I don't know how else to say it no because then it looks like you're hiding it. I would have left
2: him in the back street, the back seat.
3: well th- this is? Th-
2: threw some glasses on him. He said that he was sleeping and just handed know, the, handed his passport. Weekend at Bernie's. Through. I don't think he's gonna fly. But it I might. Mean, you never
3: why know. can't he just
1: be sleeping in the back seat? You know, something like half of those customs agents are lazy at yeah, their right. job. They're just like rubber stamping shit. Especially like who's trying to get shit into Canada. You know, you only have to worry about shit going out of Canada.
3: Correct. And you and probably have to be, you know, concrete in your thought that Dad wanted it this way.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Dad
3: wanted it this way. He He said, hey, if I'm going to kick it on a road trip, he wants to go home. Mm -hmm. But if,
2: if I'm them, maybe not sit him up in the back seat or maybe, like, lay his head against the window, but I'd probably just say he's sleeping.
1: I would have tied and him up hand, on top of the car. Just like, hand
2: his passport. <laughs> like Harry and the
3: Hendersons? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <a> luggy <laughs> God, By the yeah. way, underrated movie. <laughs> yeah, great movie. Hey, speaking of border crossings, uh-huh. I, I grew up in the Detroit area. It was 30, 35 minutes to downtown Detroit from my house in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And then 18 was the drinking age in at, Canada. In Canada. Okay. So we would cross the bridge. But this is when we were like 15, 16. I went to my first strip club when oh, I was 16 years like old. Good for club. you. And I had my brother's ID. Mm-hmm. And on one of those trips back, I'll, I'll never forget it, one of my buddy, you know, we'd always be like, okay, we're not bringing anything back. You know? uh-huh. Do you declare anything? And the guy in the back seat drunks the skunk goes, just a belly full of beer. And he goes, get out. <laughs> and we're all motherfucking our friend, Jojo, at the time. So, yeah, yeah. You know, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So we're getting patted down. We're getting, what, do you have any illegals in the thing? Do you, you declaring anything? There's there's a couple places that you don't fuck around. One, yeah, and that's one, one of them. One's
2: at an airport, one's at a border.
1: Just a belly full of beer. <laughs> oh, dude. When, when I was uh, 18, my parents lived in Texas. Mm-hmm. So after my senior year, I moved down to join them. And uh, in Louisiana at that time, you only had to be 18 mm-hmm. to drink. Fucking French. So we were only 60 minutes, we're an hour from Shreveport, Louisiana. We're in Longview, Texas. Yeah. So me and my buddy would go over to Shreveport and just basically party and then. The first trip I go with him, he is drunk out of his mind and driving like we're idiots, right? Mm -hmm. Back then. Well, back in the 60s. Yeah. (laughs) So we're driving and we get stopped by this Louisiana State Trooper. Uh oh. And I'm like, oh boy, we're just fucked, right? (laughs) We're in Louisiana. We got stopped. And it was just like out of a movie. He had a little cowboy hat on, the sunglasses. It's like nighttime. You're like, why do you have those on? So he walks up and uh, gets their car. And my friend right away, he's like, tries to s- smooth talk, you know, like it's always a bad move. Like a you giveaway, you've <laughs> yeah, done yeah. something wrong. And he's like, hey, I like, you just know, he just starts running his mouth and right away uh, that cop just looks at him. He goes, shut your mouth, boy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. He had us out there on the side of the road going through all our shit oh, or whatever. And he takes my friend's wallet mm-hmm. and he goes back to his car. And he's there for a long time. He tells us to have a seat. And I'm like, well, this is weird. He's leaving us alone. Like, maybe this is a good sign or whatever. And he brings the wallet and all the stuff back to my friend or whatever. And he's like, you boys get your ass on the other side of that line as soon as possible. And we're like, cool. We're gone. We go get all the way back home. The next day, my buddy calls me and he goes, dude. That fucking cop took all my money. Oh no like, way! He had like two hundred and fifty dollars cash, because no, he had just it, cashed way. a work check worth or whatever. It. And fucking the cop totally just fucking robbed him. Yeah, it's like well, at least we didn't go to jail. You whatever. ever
2: you ever wish instead of being a, a state detective, um, that you were some small town like four hundred people sheriff? That could oh, do things I think like that? that all the time.
1: Not just for that reason, but you ever watch those shows with like they're in Maine or something, like mm. a little fishing town or whatever, and there's just one cop from oh, the whole yeah. that's town. That's what I'm and, saying. And he just wears jeans and like a, a <laughs> uniform <laughs> shirt and whatever, whatever kind Flannel of shirt. Flannel <laughs> shirt. Like the movie Crazies. Have you seen the movie oh, yeah. Crazies yes. with Timothy Oliphant? Yep. I have so bad wanted to be that guy. <laughs> just a, a one, two, a, <laughs> I want, I knew you I want would. somebody under me. So there's like yeah, a yeah, two there's two cop town, and there's an old lady just that runs the radio. Yep. Like I just think that's the coolest most picturesque way to be a policeman ever. I knew you would say that. It's fucking why great, right? Mm-hmm. And they seem to always have a fair amount of money for some reason. In real <laughs> right. life, they would make like $19,000 a year, <laughs> and they'd be starving. But always, uh. yeah, oh I just fucking love the idea of that. By the way, I love the movie Crazies. Yes, if you haven't seen movie. the movie Crazies, watch it. I don't know where you can find it, but find it. It's
2: awesome. It's definitely an under-the-radar movie. Yes, it is, for sure.
1: That's why the first time I think I saw Timothy Olyphant. Mm-hmm. Good actor. Yeah,
2: oh, he's yeah. great. I mean, him and Josh Duhamel. Mm. Great actors. are, are great. they the same? Yeah, they look they're, they're a lot alike. Basically, they're the same guy, I confuse them in everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I long, used to confuse
1: time. the fuck out of them. <clears throat> I'm like, oh, great. I love this guy. And I started watching his Josh Duhamel. And I'm like, ah, that's not the guy. Oh, you don't like him? I, I like him okay, but he's more like... Uh, Timothy Alpha has edge to him.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew, well, hmm. And I yeah, just I feel like Josh right.
1: DeMel's usually just, he's just happy-go-lucky kind of character. guy.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's played um, military in some movies. If you see those, you'll you get it. He was, he was great in the. There was a show called Vegas. It was awesome in it.
1: Yeah, you're right. I never watched it. It had oh. James Caan in it, right? James Caan, oh. him, yep. Yeah, yeah,
3: the re- I always wanted to see the it. The remake, I don't know why right? I Wasn't it Dan Tana, the remake? Yes. was that, Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just
1: remember always watching it.
2: It was like daytime TV. I don't know what year. I, maybe I was in college watching it during the day, or I can't remember, but I loved that show. Oh, oh good looking yeah. women probably that's why I don't know
3: why I never watched it cuz I'm a big James Con guy Twin Peaks did you ever watch that back in the day this is not for you Diggs. it's too no, old I don't know Yeah I
1: did back in the day That's
3: the, what you were describing that flannel shirt you know jean wearing mm-hmm. county deputy or whatever yep. one one horse town type that was that's when you start you talking make all it. the decisions Yeah that's that's what you I You can
1: everything that goes on what well, happens what's the, that you uh, don't know
2: about Three billboards outside of Yes whatever the fucking that movie was Three billboards outside, outside of Billings, of there Missouri. It uh, there it is. Yeah. What is it? Outside of Ebbing's, Missouri? Ebbing's. I said Billings. Yeah, I Billings thought it was too. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing,
1: yeah. You get it. All right. Hey, uh, I thought we would also, since it's just four of us, yeah. maybe that uh, we revisit listener questions a little bit. Oh, instead. yeah. So we had digs, kind of dig around and see what ones were on there that we hadn't used yet. Uh-huh. You find some good ones?
2: Yeah, I got two good ones. All right. Awesome. Are we, are we doing an intro? Does Bailey know how to hit the intro or not? Riddle me. This. Oh, there it is.
1: Riddle me that. Good job, gator.
3: <laughs> Remember there are no stupid questions. <laughs> Thank you, Billy.
2: Just stupid people.
3: Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers I want the truth. You, you can handle, handle the, truth. the
1: truth. Todd? He's still alive, by the way. He is still alive. Jake Nicholson. Alright. Diggs. Question number one. Question number one, Todd. You guys
2: were talking about corn dogs, which made me think. Which food should be served on a stick that mm. isn't?
1: Oh, that is a that great is question. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to say my number one is donuts.
2: Donuts on a stick. Ooh, that'd be Donuts fun. on a stick. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fucking great. Uh, the longhorns, yeah, maybe? Yeah, that'd be fun. Because
1: the problem Ooh. with the donut is your fingers get sticky from yes. holding it. Right? Yeah. If you had the stick, it'd be perfect.
2: Yeah. Think about this. If all donuts were shaped
1: like corn dogs and oh, were on a stick. See, I would dig it. Because mm-hmm. I love the... Um, The Dunkin' Sticks. You ever eat the Dunkin' Sticks? I know what you're talking about, yeah. They're donuts, but they're shaped kind of like a hot dog bun. Okay. Like half of a hot dog Uh bun. You can buy them in a grocery store. I mean, in in gas station, Mm -hmm. convenience stores or whatever. All right. Next time you go to a gas station truck, a bigger gas station, like a Pilot or something, Mm -hmm. just ask the the cashier where you can find the Dunkin' Sticks. Okay. And get you one and a little thing of chocolate milk to go with it. And you'll thank me for it. (laughs) Chocolate milk.
2: Uh, I got... A couple
1: here.
2: Mm-hmm. And my first one was an idea um, back in Bloomfield in Pittsburgh. It's the little Italy of Pittsburgh where I lived for a few years. Yep. They have little Italy days. And the one year I stumbled across this. It was, you'll love this, Todd. It was an egg roll. Oh. But instead of egg roll stuff inside, it was Italian sausage with peppers and stuff like oh, that. Nice. Fuck and me. It was <laughs> And it was on a stick.
1: Fuck me. And it was
2: unbelievable because the stick was going through the Italian sausage, obviously. Oh, my God. So that led me to all egg rolls could be on a stick. Mm -hmm. Love that. No matter what's inside. Not bad, yeah. Mm -hmm. But also anything shaped like a hot dog, like Italian sausage, kielbasa, all that should be turned into a corn dog. Could you imagine a corn dog, Italian sausage corn dog, or a kielbasa corn dog, or something like that? Delicious. So I want all those on a stick, and then I don't know if you've ever had a cake pop, Yes. So technically these are kind of already on a stick cuz the cake pops exist, but uh-huh. cake on a stick is
1: unbelievable.
3: Yeah, Those are But those, those but cake pop, I'm sorry. I'm glad you brought this up. But cake pops that I've gotten at a uh at a coffee shop or anything like that that I've tried mm-hmm. a cake pop. Not many, but I've tried them. Mm-hmm. Are 10 times better than any of the cake that I Oh I've yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why I don't know is how, why it? they're better? So why?
1: It's the same way I assume that Donut holes are usually better than whole donuts. Mm-hmm. I'm
3: with I don't that. I'm going with just that. So moist thing. Thing. That's what I mean. So moist. Because uh, I think so, yeah.
2: the outer coating keeps it moist inside. My um, my technically he's not my uncle, but we call him my uncle. Uh, he invested and still is invested in a company. And I thought I brought him back here one time after Christmas. And hold uh, on, hold
3: on a minute. Back up. Back up. Back up. What? Yeah. He's, he's, he, you call him uncle, but he's not your uncle. Yeah. I have one of those. Two. Explain this to me. Is it one of your dad's friends that no, has always so been around? In
2: my, I, in my case, my mom's cousin who comes to every family event. Yeah. Okay, basically, kind of they're kind of like sisters. Her mm-hmm. husband. So
1: that's how my my okay, so not real of, uncle is. He's like a second yeah, cousin so sort of my uncle, dad. I okay. grew up as kind of yeah. best friends. Yeah, I mean so, they're close to the family. Yeah, gotcha, they come to every. Yeah,
2: gotcha. So he's invested in a company where the stick is a pretzel rod. And the cake pop is on the top and it's, oh, and nice. it's oversized. Eat it's, the whole thing. It's like the, the cake pop is actually the size of like a baseball. Okay. Really? And not are, a ping pong ball like the usual cake. Correct. Box. It's right. like the size of a baseball. Holy and the shit. stick is not a stick, it's a pretzel. Eat rod. the whole thing. And it doesn't
1: break apart when you no. bite into it? No, oh. it's
2: it's great, man. It's still they're delicious. What the fuck? How, how are these not everywhere? Something to think about. Something God to think about. What?
3: Well, I've seen I've had Hold on a minute. Let me let me preface this. Yeah, I've had chicken on a stick. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's I've had it. Uh, you know, if you get You can get them in a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, and, yeah, satay. Yeah. It's called in mm-hmm. Indian food and stuff yeah. like that. The like Thai food. Culture, they have. Okay. <laughs> but what I want <laughs> when when I when I heard this question, what I want is I love fried chicken. I don't eat it a lot, but I really like. That's one of my go-to. So good. Hey, you got one meal left. It's like yeah, we might have to go you know yeah. fried chicken give me all this uh-huh. give me the whole bird right but i'm thinking fried chicken on a stick no bones
2: I mean, that'd be unbelievable. Ooh. You know what
3: I mean? No bones. If you could take the, the thigh meat, if you could take the breast meat, which you can, there's chicken uh-huh. breast, you can put them on there, but uh-huh. you do the whole fried chicken thing, all the stuff that's not good for you, yeah. big crunch on it and oh, everything, yeah. with a sturdy stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm good for four. See, hours. I, I, I
2: love that. I love that you brought this up because I thought about putting like a, something like that, like a chicken tender yeah, on a stick. On a stick. S- similar thing, yeah.
3: But it's got to
2: be like a thicker round yeah, one, though.
3: But you can't have it. Follow me on this Because I've eaten stuff on a stick You can't eat it When you try to eat it It spins Correct Uh-uh no, no, You, you gotta got to have to a tight. sturdy stick We're Tight to the yes, stick For sure it's Tight to the stick By the yes. way When I
1: go to a place That has good fried chicken mm-hmm. Like the Eagle here In Indianapolis yep. Or yeah. even like a KFC Or whatever Yeah my, Like my favorite piece As opposed to like a, a, a wing You get at a wing place mm-hmm. Like a real chicken wing You know what I'm talking about Like the V-shaped Real chicken wing yeah, yeah, the the Usually yeah. we get a two-piece White Yeah, mm-hmm. you get the breast mm-hmm. And you get one of these Chicken wings I have yet to have been in one of those places. I ask every time, can I just pay you just a bunch of money just to get like eight of those wings mm-hmm. on a plate? That's <laughs> right. all I want is right, eight right, of those. Right. And not one of them has ever said yes. It's always <laughs> a problem and you can't do it. And I don't know why that's the case. And you
3: start with, can I pay you a bunch of yeah, money? Yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: like, I will pay whatever it takes just to get a plate full of those wings and nothing else. And none of them will ever do it. Hmm. We can't do that. I don't know why. They only have a certain supply of them there uh, is
2: a place around here that i order from uh that does that
3: oh really I'll, I'll get you in contact with them yeah it's gonna be the greatest chicken place of all time by the way wendell smith's drive-in in nashville tennessee finest fried chicken i have ever tasted thank you really yes. appreciate that it's really good hole in the wall yeah hole in the wall been there since the 40s wendell smith's okay anyway thank you if you're, you're a nashville. listener and you live
1: in nashville and you've eaten yeah. there i want you to tag us in a picture yes of the chicken from
3: go there. to wendell smith's baby um, also, oh. I would like to
1: see like uh, chocolate covered candy, bar, all the chocolate covered candy bars, like Snickers, mm-hmm. all that stick. stuff. I wish it was on a, a wrapper, the stick through it, and then I could just pull the sure. wrapper off. In there Because I don't like. Because you're, like, you're, like,
2: you're also a big uh, pop school guy. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's cool. like eating the pop, but
3: I don't like the, the chocolate melting in my fingers. But let's think about this. You brought something up. Tony brought it up because his uncle, not uncle, has invested <laughs> mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the stick. But mm-hmm. the what about the stuff. edible stick? With a with a thing like a chicken, or or even like you said, with a candy bar on it, you know how you're like, hey, I don't want to get gouged in the mouth, but I'm going to take a pretty healthy bite off mm-hmm, this stick. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that with a Snicker bar, you stand a chance, you know, for being you know, bloodying up your your mouth. What kind of bites are you taking? I mean, well, I'm mean i just saying, you know, you, I'm not a crazy person. Don't be a fucking savage. I, I know
1: how to slowly sink my teeth in there until I feel the do stick I, and I, break but, it off. But
3: what if you could eat that and it just it stayed oh, yeah, on the yeah. stick?
2: I mean, that's that would be more ideal. But yeah. if
3: you can't. You you know, sturdy, just be a normal human. Not a pretzel stick, but a sturdy edible stick that Something, you can
1: just... Maybe it's flavorless so it doesn't upset the balance of my Snickers Guys, we're or on or to summer. You know what we're I mean? We're on to summer. Like, yeah. it won't
3: hurt me to eat it, but it also doesn't taste like <laughs> I'm, that. I'm going to the patent office right after this show. <laughs> so I think
1: it, you should. All right. Question number two. Okay. If you could combine
2: any two TV shows into one with the same actors and writers, what
1: two TV shows would you choose? This was a tough one for me. Okay. 'Cause I'm thinking I gotta take two shows that I love mm-hmm. and admit that one has a weakness that the other one can fill with its strengths, right? I don't think so. Well, that was my okay, that's what so slowed me down. <laughs> okay, good. So the best I could come up with was I wanna combine homeland and true detective. Oh. Into one show with all the right because I feel like the one, my only problem, I love true detective. My only problem is is that it goes slow for too long sometimes. Okay. Where our Homeland, mm-hmm. uh, it always finds a way to provide action at just the right point. Mm-hmm. As soon as it's too much drama and just dialogue or whatever, too much of boom, Carrie, a car blows up. Too much it. of Carrie Yeah, crying. too much of Carrie's ca- craziness or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, if you got those two minds together, you could make the show. But I like the the how what do you call it? Like it's a period piece. Like True Detective's a period piece. They always take you back yes. in time. Yes. And I love shows that do that. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be True Detective, just bring in the minds from um, Homeland to speed things up a little bit when it needs to be. Okay. And I think it's a perfect Now is
2: show. it? Is it, are they detectives
1: dealing mm-hmm. with terrorism? Well, this is what I want. I want, the CIA as it was in, like, 1982. All right, I want it. a series okay. about the heyday of the CIA when they were first, like, helping rebels in South America nice. and oh, they were you. funding it with crack cocaine that they were feeding to the streets themselves well,
2: well, boy, do I have a show for you. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Let's go. The Americans, have you ever seen it? Oh, no, I haven't. Dude, it's... I've uh, heard, Tony. It's about the heyday of the CIA. I've is heard, it really? Yeah. But with Russia oh. and Russian spies. Nice. Dude, The Americans is... An incredible television Legit. show that I think you should start watching. Yeah, it I don't know why it's another show. I don't understand is why it's still on, it. Tony. Yes, it is.
3: It's and what an, network?
2: Uh, is it FX or boy. something? Yeah, it, was, it uh, is yeah, FX. Yeah, right. FX? Yeah. It's FX. Carrie, uh, what's her name? Carrie Russell, this is the actress. I believe it's. I think you're right. It's very, very good. It's awesome. Which reminds me, I need to watch it. No. Yeah. Because I, for, I don't know why. Um, this has happened to me with a few shows that Ray Donovan. Uh, oh, you haven't watched Ray Donovan yet. No, no, I have. Okay, Dexter. Like I get four uh, seasons in, and then for some reason something comes comes up in my life, a new show comes up in my life, and I forget to finish it. But the Americans, I need to finish. Same with fucking Ray Donovan, I need to finish both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray or the Americans is something that you would absolutely fucking
1: love. Yeah, like, I, I don't know why. I'm put, excited I would, now. Gar- that I... I would almost guarantee it. I'm excited that I still have that in my life. Yeah, yeah, you do. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Because I feel like I've done everything in my life that I need to do, but now I have that.
2: You're right. I'm sad <laughs> that so. I don't have great <laughs> television shows to catch up on. I know I, like, know. I am so caught up on everything. It's a sad point in my life. Gorms, do you want to go first or me?
3: Uh, I'm going to go because mine's boring. Okay. okay. And yours is going to be v- dynamic. It might be. But I, I I took this question of and I said, two of my favorite things to watch on TV, what are they? I'm always... At some point during the day, watching Sports Center. I okay. mean, it's it's going to be on in the morning. It's going to be on at night. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, days I, you know, sure. very rarely will I not yeah. catch a minute or an Either hour. Either wake up or fall asleep. To yes. And then my other favorite, you know, one of my other favorite shows, and I've talked about it before, is Billions, which is on Showtime. Great show, just came
2: back. Incredible just came show. back,
3: yeah, great show. So I would just combine those two, and I'd, I'd take the billion, <laughs> I'd take the Billions cast uh-huh. mm-hmm. to to bring me through an hour long Sports Center. We're covering soccer, we're, tover- we're covering hockey, we're covering baseball, we're covering football, and the characters. You know, I'm talking about Chuck Rhodes, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bobby Axelrod, you know, uh-huh. Wendy Rhodes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everybody in that show having their own little thing, but they couldn't change their character has. To stay the same, right? Mm -hmm. And you know their mentality in Billions is you know everybody somebody's always trying to fuck you, Uh and they're trying to one up that guy Mm -hmm. before he fucks you. Mm -hmm. And and I just
1: Wendy Rhodes, yeah, in a weird way, sexy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, very much. Like when she was same way when she was in Sons of Anarchy as Jack's uh, doctor girlfriend, there was just like definitely
2: sexier in Billions to me. Yeah. Well, then, she's a dominatrix, too. Which Yeah, that didn't hurt. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> that didn't hurt. I'd see, I don't open. want a dominatrix. <laughs> well, know, no, just her, just her, like, dressed like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to open the show. <laughs> right, right. Oh.
3: Anyway, those are my two. Sort of boring, but Tony, what do you got? Um, <clears throat> I
2: have a crossover event. Nice. That the world needs. It's the Sopranos. In the office, oh, a, <laughs> so a fucking funny scripted so reality. S- something happens Mafia in the show? Sopranos universe oh. where they have to relocate to Scranton, PA, <laughs> and they all the, Scranton, the Sopranos cast has to like a merger work with the Office cast, and obviously Tony and Michael are buttonheads about who's going to be boss, <laughs> and then you have have Dwight and or not Dwight Creed and Paulie doing weird old guy things, <laughs> right, right, right. and fucking <laughs> Kevin and Big Pussy just getting along together. And it's like, it's this weird, dark comedy situation where both writing teams are great, both acting teams are great, and I think just that as a show would be incredible. I love it, because love it. because
3: you know what they do on The offices. I don't know if it's officially breaking the third wall or yeah, whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call it, but you know Dwight will say something funny and then look into the camera yep. and then go back to... But the, I could see... If, if that was... If breaking the third wall was fourth, in the so- fourth wall, or fourth wall yeah. was in the Sopranos rather? Oh yeah, was in the Sopranos and Tony mm-hmm. dropping you know his knowledge on somebody and then looking <laughs> over to the camera after. I just like that. I like that. Yeah, it I, just, would be I, I just
2: think that would be that would be an incredible situation.
1: I also just think if you were to shoot like if you were to make a show that was like the Sopranos, where it was about a mafia family, mm-hmm. but you did it in the style of The Office. Yes, alone would be a great fucking mm-hmm, TV show. Mm-hmm. This that, that kind of humor, scripted reality format, but it's about a mafia family. Yes. Oh my god! Be incredible. I'm, yeah, I'm watching. Trademark, trademark, trademark. Thank you. Thank you. Got it. That's Good incredible. job. That's what it for thought. the questions. Nice, Tony. Great. Well, I think that's it for the episode. Awesome. Hey guys, we did it. We did it by ourselves. Just the four of us.
3: Astronauts, diapers, games. grizzly yeah. bears. What else? Blimps. Yeah. Fucking powered through. Fucking powered Sopranos, through.
1: covering a lot. Absolutely. As always, thanks for listening. Keep rating and reviewing. Um, that's so nice of you when you do that, yep. we, we do check it, we do read it yep. and it does help us out. So please keep doing that. Please keep spreading the word about the podcast to your friends, to your family, to anyone that will listen. We love to continue to grow so we can reach new people and show them what we do. Provide them, them with happiness. Yeah, yeah. Because we are a vacation. Like Pat always says, we're a vacation for your day. Mm-hmm. We don't take ourselves seriously. We don't expect you to take us seriously. We just expect you to be able to check out while you're driving in your car and laugh for a little bit. That's your fun. way to work. Hey, and well said, Todd. Yeah, that's it. So we love you. And on that note, we are out.